0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, guys. Good day. This is Bernice. Thank you for tuning in to Devoted today. I hope that you are having a great uh, February uh, and that you had a great Valentine's Day, that if you had a bae, you know, if you're a woman that's married to a husband, that you had a great time, you got roses, flowers, uh, chocolate, a good night rest, and just being able to have some help in the house, you know, um, having a great dinner with your husband. If you're a man, I hope that you got a great treat from your wife and you were able to do some things that you love, you know, to do. Um, so if you were single, um, hold on, (laughs) the Lord is going to send the person. (laughs) The Lord will send your future husband, future wives, Um, the Lord will send your future wife, future husband. So hold on, keep praying, um, keep setting your mind on things above, not, 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 not on things of this world, uh, because the things of this world is temporary, but what's unseen is eternal, right? And so just hold on, keep praying, prophesying, believing miracles happen. Okay. I know people that can meet their spouse, you know, in a couple months and, over time, God just confirms it's time for them to get married. And within two years, they are married and having a baby on their way. So hey, prepare yourself. You never know when it's going to happen. It's going to pop up on you like a balloon. And you're going to be like, whoa, my life just changed. So God can change your life within a year. So hold on. Okay. All right. If you you are happy and you know, clap your hands. I'm joking. Um, I hope you're happy. I hope you're joyful. I know there's a lot of things happening in the world right now. But know that God is in control. He's still able. He's still on the throne. Um, Before the turkey, um, you know, earthquake happened, I normally post, you know, these prophetic warnings um, on my Facebook more than I do. Because, you know, when I do it here, I have to sit down and literally like talk. And record it takes time, so it's it's easier for me to just post it. It's quicker, you know. When you post on social media, it's it's like within seconds. So it's easier for me to talk about it. But I posted January, um, I believe January twenty sixth. Uh, let me make sure. I think it was January twenty sixth that I posted this. I posted about praying concerning, um, you know, I was seeing. Uh, buildings collapsing. I was seeing, uh, God was talking to me about praying against, uh, bombs, bombs going off, people setting bombs to bomb a place. And, you know, recently we have been seeing, you know, bomb threats, right? Uh, January 26th. Yes. I posted on my Facebook about, I said, let's pray against city bombs and buildings collapsing. So God was, you know, talking to me about that. And I normally just post it generally because um, before I'm able to get the specifics, I, I just post it so that people can help pray. Because, you know, if you're somebody who's a watchman or a watchwoman, you know the urgency of something that God is telling you, especially when you see it happen continuously, when God tells you continuously to pray or to read about this verse. I remember God was taking, talking to me about revelation, about the church the churches in revelation and he took me to the word of God concerning the churches that are faithful and the churches that are persecuted and one of the church is the church of Sikar I think it's either Sikar or Simar I don't I don't know what what how to pronounce it but I remember the Lord telling me to look up where that church is currently and it's in Turkey and I was like whoa. So I'm like, okay, God, I'm praying about it. And I'm like, I don't understand. And then all of a sudden, I heard about, you know, the earthquake in Turkey. I was like, you know, God knows how to um, connect his word, right? He knows how to connect it together. And so when that happened, I was like, oh my gosh, that was literally like days, like a couple days, like a few, like three days, you know, uh, it's in Revelations uh, 2, 8, um, Simra, I think it's Simra or Simna. It's S-M-Y-R-N-A. That's the persecuted church. And so I remember when I read that passage, you know, the Lord kept highlighting that S-M-Y-R-N-A. And I was like, what is that? So I looked it up, you know, and then I saw where modern day that place is and it's in Turkey. And so, um, I want you to know that the things that happen, um, people that God has anointed to be watchmen and watchwomen, they see it, they know it. Sometimes it's hard for us to put together the language or where specifically God is talking about the buildings collapsing or the bombs happening, but as we press in and we pray, he reveals it to us, right? And so when I post in part... Uh, I'm posting so that we can just pray because, you know, God knows where it is, but he just wants us to pray. And that's how, how we can stop certain things. You know, when God told Noah, build an ark because this is coming. Right. Um, he didn't know when the thing is going to come. Right. And he didn't know uh, the details of everything that he had to endure while he was building the ark. But as he kept building, what he needed came to him. So that's how it is when you're a watchwoman or watchman. God shows you parts of it. And you don't really know all the details until you start to do it, until you start to pray about it and intercede. And that's when he keeps opening up for you. Because even in Revelation, when John, he said, he you know, he looked and he saw. And when he kept looking, he kept seeing. And that's how God is when with, with, you know, his prophets and his apostles and, and his watchmen. And you don't even have to be an apostle or a prophet. God can use, be, use you to be a watchman a watchwoman or a watchman, right? And so um I you know, I posted that vaguely so that people can pray and so that when I get more I can, you know, share it. But when I got more than I heard about the bombs the next day, I was like, Whoa Lord, you are literally talking about Turkey, you know, concerning these uh collapsing of buildings. So um I want to encourage you, you know, if you're somebody that knew about it and you didn't say anything um, or knew the details. I've been there, you know, I've been there many times. <laughs> when you're starting off with this uh, grace that God has given you, uh, there's this there's this uh, spirit of might that you need as well. And it comes, it comes as, as time goes on that you will be able to speak what God is saying and you will not care. If people don't get it, because when it happens, they'll all come back to you like, oh, my gosh, you did say this. You know, and, and the thing is that people who are watchmen and watch women, uh, sometimes we don't want to say what we're seeing because um, we don't want to see it happen. We don't want to see it happen. Uh, we don't want to see people dying, even like before in Nigeria, you know, that riots that happened in Nigeria a year before. I prophesied that. I, I prophesied that on, on Facebook. I prophesied that on my YouTube. And I remember the enemy was stopping me from prophesying it. I prophesied it. And a year later, it happened. You see, I don't want to see it and, and prophesy it, about it and see it happen. Because, I, I, you know, it's like you, you, have no, you have no say. You just see it and you say it. It's like you, you can't stop some of the things that God shows you. But one thing that God has, as I, you know, and as I'm talking, I just hear my, I just feel my, my ear on fire. Because what I've, I've you know, uh, gone to the Lord and prayed about, about to him is that, Lord, I, I understand that you show me these things and it happens. You know, you show me COVID before COVID happened. And I saw it happen. You show me, you know, some of the things in my own city that has happened. And I've seen it happen. You know, even when God was talk, talking to me that, you know, to pray about, um, um, sex, sex, uh, what do you call it? Uh, nightclubs, night, night, nightclubs that literally have like, uh, help me, Holy Spirit, uh, like sex nightclubs, like those that, you know, nude, nude, nude nightclubs, those that go and they see naked people. So God was talking to me about like, he, he, he wants me to pray concerning the fact that, um, they have a, a age limit of people who are 16 years of age who can come and work there, and I didn't know that. But the, but the Holy Spirit was revealed to me because honestly I don't watch the news. I don't know. I'll be honest here. I don't know half of the things that are happening in my city. It's the Holy Spirit that tells me. And you know when I go on Google, then the Lord will say, "I want you to go on Google and see what you've been praying about. It has happened, right? What you've been praying about. I have I have let it." Stop! I, you know he's showing me through the Holy Spirit, so I don't go on the news to know what's going on. And so I was, I was just praying for my city concerning this. You know, sixteen years of age that can go and work in in nude nude nightclubs, and then I was praying, God, please let's just lift it off. Let them not have those little children going there. You know, make it twenty one, make it eighteen, make it you know older. And I don't know why I didn't pray for it the whole thing to be just destroyed. But God told me to pray. The Holy Spirit led me to pray for the age limit to be lifted up so that it's not 16 years of age anymore. And I prayed for that. Then later on, I saw I was on Google, and then I saw it pop up. And you, let me tell you, the Lord knows how to lead news to me. I don't have to go looking for it. <laughs> and I, I saw it pop up, and I was like, Whoa! That's what i I prayed about, and I was so happy to see that, you know, because that helps children. Because you know, and no sixteen-year-old is smart enough to know they're not supposed to take off their clothes, you know, and and try to make money. Like nobody in that age has that much wisdom, you know. And so I was very happy to see that, and even like some of the you know school shootings and all of that, like. Literally, the Lord, like, uh, I think a couple of couple months ago, I think in January, the Lord was, no, December. God was talking to me about praying concerning uh tornado, concerning, like, daycares, you know, daycares. And as I was praying, later on, I found out there was a daycare in, like, I think Kentucky or some, some state. That literally had, like, a, ten- a tornado come in, and they almost, like, the whole roof came off. And so I posted, like, let's pray about daycare centers. God is calling us to pray about daycare centers. And he didn't give me the details, all of the details. But he said, I just want you to pray about it. And so God knows what I'm praying about. And so as we prayed, uh, later on, the Lord literally led that whole thing to me. Like, I saw it on Google. I was like, wait a minute, what? So God prompted me, like, I want you to look up daycare, what's happening in daycare. After, you know, after weeks of praying about daycare. And I saw it, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is what we were praying about. Right? There were angels. God said there were angels that were sent there because we were praying. Because I posted about that and we were praying. So I want to encourage you, post about what God is telling you to pray about. Because I realized that it wasn't just me that needed to pray. Even when even the beginning of the year, like I already shared with you guys when um the Lord was leading me to to look at people who play Football, like he kept showing me football players and football player mothers. And and I was like, what? I kept looking at it and I wasn't getting the whole revelation. But I just like, you know, I knew my spirit that there was something about football that God wanted me to pray about. And so I just prayed, you know, I I didn't go into deep intercession, which I should have. But then later on, it was shown that the football player fell and, you know, had that whole incident on the on the uh, football field. And I was like, oh, that's what you were talking to me about or pray about? And then the Lord told me, Bernice, in this year, I want you to be vocal with what I tell you to pray about. Because it's not just you that need to pray. I have all the people that are going to pray with you. And I kid you not, I had a friend who literally messaged me. And she was like, God was telling me to pray, you know, help you pray what you've been posting. And I was like, I was just talking to the Lord about this. So he knows how to raise up intercessors and prayer warriors around around you even people that are in other countries that will pray with you okay so I want to encourage you do not beat yourself up just post if it's vague post it vague. God knows the details He knows why you're praying right If it's vague, it's okay. He knows where the person is he knows the region, the, the place, the state. He knows everything, so he knows why you're praying. That's why, you know, true intercessors, they don't need to know details about, about people. And my ear is on fire because this, this is for somebody. True intercessors do not need to know what's the name of the person, what did it look like. No, we pray and God will reveal it to us. The things we don't even pray, the things you don't even say out of your mouth, the Holy Spirit will bring it to us, okay? So I want you to know, it's okay to be vague in what you post. Like, hey, I want you guys to pray for the gov- the governors in UK. I want you to pray for, you know, Zimbabwe. I d- just pray. Just pray in tongues. Just as the Holy Spirit lead, just pray. And then you never know. A week later, something is happening in Zimbabwe. All because you prayed. God sent inter- intercessors all over the world to pray as well. And send uh, intervention, uh, righteous intervention to help them, okay? So it's important to pray. It's really, really important to pray. So uh, with that said, let's go into prayer. Father, we thank you right now for your kingdom. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your everlasting power. We thank you, God, for being a father to the fatherless. We thank you for your kingdom, I just see kingdom. I thank you for your kingdom. I thank you for the different different spears of your kingdom, God. Uh, I thank you for your angels that war on our behalf. I thank you, God, for provision. I thank you for giving us a place to stay, a room to live, a, a house to, to build. I thank you, God, for giving us gifts, giving us the fruit of the Spirit. I thank you for protecting us, even from our own selves, God. I thank you for protecting us from the enemy, from the devices of every satanic assignment and plot. I thank you, God, for for building within us the, the quality to be those that can sustain what it is that you're birthing in this, in this country and even in, in this world. I thank you for overlooking our issues and still blessing us and still choosing us and still using us, God. I thank you that, Lord, you are kind, that you are a heart. Uh, that you have a heart that is felt all over the world because you are a, a man of your word, God. I thank you that you are making plans that we have yet to even uh, understand or even even encounter. I pray for uh, revelation as we come before you today. I know that, Lord, you are um, shifting me to pray for the nations today, uh, to, to intercede and even to prophesy to the nations. So I just ask you, to send your wind of prophecy here to send your anointing your fire i even feel it now that lord my tongue is already penned for you to use for your glory and so i bind and destroy every spirit that's one of you in the name of jesus i come against every hindrances and i pray for your kingdom oh god to manifest even now I ask that Lord, you will send angels of the Lord that guard and protect your word, to be here to guard and protect your word. Your word does not return to you void, it goes forth and it prospers. And it accomplishes what you say is So I ask you, the Lord, as I yield my body, my mind, my spirit, my soul to you. And all my senses to you, God, that your word, God, will comfort like a raining, like a fire, Father. Yes, Lord, like a sword. That will pierce through marrow and bone, God. That will go and that will go to the nations, Father. Let there be an imprint in the world. Let there be imprints even in the realm of the spirit with what it is that you want me to share. I bind everything that is not of you, every lying spirit, in the name of Jesus, every word that is not of you, I commend it to go. And I pray the fire of God to to war against everything that is not of you, God. Let the fire of God be a shield over me. I yield myself to you, God. My tongue is yours to use for your kingdom. For Jesus' sake, for your glory, for the sake of your people, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I soak myself in the blood of Jesus. And this time, in the blood of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. Geoffrey Golden, yep, I think that's his name. <laughs> uh, he is an amazing, anointed man of God that just knows how to just look into the room of the Spirit and just pull out songs. Like, he's just like a, a modern day, you know, um, David, basically. He's a modern, modern day David. Like, his songs just, oh, Jesus, it's just so anointed. Anyway. Um, so today I'm going to be praying and prophesying, mostly prophesying because I went into prayer this morning and the Lord sat me down and just started to talk to me about, about the nations, um, about, you know, his heart, what He's saying about the nations. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to prophesy and then pray into it as I'm led by the Holy Spirit. And, um, and these nations are nations that God just highlighted to me. Uh, and then he was speaking to me. But before I start that, I want to say this. There, God kept, kept literally speaking into my spirit. There is this disaster that is coming from the north. And I heard UK and South Korea. So I just want you to keep these two, two nations and the north of the globe in your prayer. Okay? Uh, I don't know the whole details of what he's saying. Uh, right now, he just showed me... Um, you know, those military tanks, like military uh, cars, you know, with the, I don't know what's called, but like, it's like uh, the military cars, like a, um, like war cars, you know, like um, they have like weird engine, they have like this, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, it's like Military cars, you know how they have those military war cars. That's what I just saw. Um, you know, those, um, the ones that like shoot the tanks. Yeah, the tanks they have, you know, the arm, the armored cars, the tanks. That's what I just saw. I just saw the armored fighting vehicle. So I i feel like there's, there's a war that's about to burst out again, another war. So let's just pray against that. Let's pray, because uh, I just saw military like tank those car tanks that it just flashed, it just saw a vision of it so let's just pray against that even like in the aircraft like in the um like the plane like you know military shooting planes and shooting things into different places you know uh flying over countries and shooting at them like let's pray against that okay so let's let's go into intercession In your prayer time, really, really let God God use you and go. And if you don't know what to say, just stop praying in tongues because the Word of the Lord says that if you know there's groanings, right? If you don't have anything to say, the Holy Spirit can pray on your behalf, right? So let's let's keep those those two nations and the north of the globe in prayer. Okay, let's keep that in prayer in the name of Jesus. He just start to just emerge me into deeper of what he's saying in other countries. So whenever I start with Australia, Australia, I'm like, okay, you want to talk about the nations? Let's go. <laughs> so um, when I say all of this, uh, if you're somebody from these countries, I just want you to pray, you know, intercede. I don't see just to see, I see to share so that you can pray. There are a lot of watchmen and watchwomen out there in this world that, you know, when things happen, I'm not surprised like even in my city in my in in you know in my community uh in the church in the world i'm not surprised sometimes and i'm going to say this i don't i don't want to say what i see because it's going to happen sometimes it's going to happen exactly how i saw it and sometimes it doesn't happen how i saw it and god literally you know um do something else um it is not my desire to see the riots that I saw in Nigeria year, you know, years ago, a year before it happened. It wasn't my desire for it to see, to see it happen. But when I saw it, it happened. And I was like, oh, gosh, what is this? Like, I want to stop it, you know? And then Lord, the Lord said, your prayers, the prayers of everyone can stop in wisdom. Wisdom and prayer can stop it, right? And even understand it because the Bible says that get wisdom in all that getting get and get what? understanding, right? And so um, it's important that we pray. I think that's why God allowed us to shift into prayer as a nation, you know, as a country, with all that happened uh, in the beginning of January. And so as I'm sharing this, I want you to pray. Some of these will happen as I've shared it. Uh, some of this will be overturned, and something else will happen, and that's great. Uh, and one thing I want to share is watch, watchmen and watchwomen, they don't just see horrible things. They see good things as well, okay? Even with the, uh, the overturning of the abortion, that's something that God showed me. And he showed it to me through visions, re- reminding me through visions of my friends going out there, And protesting against abortion when abortion was okay. So, we do see good things as well. All right? We do see good things. So, if you're only seeing bad things all the time, you you need to ask the Lord to purify your your eye gates and your realm of seeing because that's not good. (laughs) Um, All right. So, Australia, what's God saying? God is dealing with the spirit of offense in the leadership and government in australia he took me to matthew 18 uh, 15 to 20 um because he wants to really deal with that heart of offense that bitter heart and right now what he's he's showing me is like a heart that is like a wooden heart like a heart that is shaped as a wood and it has like nails you know how nails like when you put nails in like wood it has nails all around it it's like literally like really like cemented like it's really like um positioned to be just um on un, on un, unbreakable almost that that heart posture the only person that can break it is god and what i see right now is fire coming over it to literally re, re revive it revive it and and cause it to to have flesh and cause that you know how The Bible says in Ezekiel that he's going to give them a heart of flesh, right? So, um, Matthew 18 15 to 20 says, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their faults just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. So it's important that, um... It's important that we pray for Australia concerning this heart. Because the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And these leaders are in positions that can literally uh, make decisions that when they speak, those decisions can be powerful. So, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? And so let's pray for the, the, uh, the shield of faith. And also even uh, the breastfeed of righteousness for these leaders. So God, I just pray right now over these leaders that uh, you will raise up a Daniel. Yeah, in their midst. That will be able to see and pray. I ask that, Lord, the things that are happening, even in the secret places, will become... Open and exposed to, to these Daniel's that they'll be able to have their Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego go with them to pray and intercede. I ask that Lord, these Daniel's will not be un, will not be unshakable, God, but they will be um unmovable, Father. They will be unmovable, God. That the things that you show them, they will not go and tell, but they will come to you and pray and see results, Father. They will pray until they see results in the name of Jesus. I ask that these leaders that, Lord, you will you will send them errands and even Moses, God, that will, will meet them at their place that they are, Father. Uh, these leaders are those that are in places that they need somebody to come to them. They cannot go to somebody. So I just ask you to send Aaron and Moses that will go, Father, and be a voice to them and, and, and minister to them what it is, says the Lord. I pray that, Lord, just as you spoke to Pharaoh, you will speak to these leaders, even in dreams, Father. You know how to speak to the, those that don't have uh, pure hearts. You know how to speak to kings, God. So I just ask you to speak to these kings in these places and minister to their hearts as well. Let the blood of Jesus that does the impossible. Do the impossible in your hearts, Lord. Let the, basoto, let the fire of God minister to your heart in the name of Jesus. And every anxiety, every anxiousness that is driving them to make these decisions, to have this heart of wood, I ask you, God, to just heal them. I speak healing and deliverance. I command that spirit of anxiety to come out of them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. All right, Australia, to the worshipers and intercessors, the birthing room experience brings revival, says the Lord. So he says, move in grace. God says, move in grace, dwell in the birthing place of of, uh, the birthing rooms. I just ask you, Lord, right now the worshipers, the intercessors that have mounted up with wings as eagles, God, that they will be able to soar higher than they've ever done. I ask you, the Lord, your fire will burn afresh in these birthing rooms that they have come together and sang your, your hymns and sang your worship, Father, and, 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 and birth out songs, even songs that nobody has heard, songs that, that, that bring righteousness back and holiness back into the world. I pray they will be... Um, they will be they will be uh, bold, yes, bold to be able to go forth and release those songs those songs and I pray no Batayana Basata that these songs will not just be songs God, but it will be but But these songs will be prayers, worship prayers, God, prayers and songs, intercessors and worship prayers come together i pray the lord you emerge the intercessors in australia with those that are worshipers let the david the davids and the daniels come together yes the davids and the daniels come together in australia to to, to bring a move of god musically and 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 prayerfully father in the name of jesus that a, a revival will come and you will even bring evangelist god to draw to gather for, for these Daniels and these Davids to minister to your people, that the healing, deliverance, miracles will come and burst out in the congregations, in uh, arenas, God, for your kingdom's sake. The sound of heaven will come in the room. I see a dove. I see a dove, and, and the glory of God will come, and the holiness of the Lord, the anointing of the Holy Spirit will come upon them in the name of Jesus. All right, Australia, God says, move in grace, move in grace toward the younger generations and teach them my ways, says the Lord. The Bible says that what? Train up a child in a way that he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it, right? Let's go back to the Bible, okay? The word of God, the rhema, the word, the word, the word, and both of my ears is on fire because God is saying, Open the word to the children. Open the word to the children. Open the word to him. Do not push them back. Bring the children to him. Amen. God wants to do a thing with the younger generation. So, Father, I just pray right now. That they will bring the children, the little children to you. For they are those that will inherit the kingdom. Yes, Lord. Your word says that, Lord, in the last days, you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters will prophesy. And so, Father, I pray for the spirit of prophecy that you want to birth into those that young in Australia will come forth. That no hindrances, no human hindrances, no demonic hindrances, no self hindrances, no flesh hindrances. God, whatever, no religious hindrances. God, whatever, stop what it is that you want to do in these Samuels. God. God, we pray. Amen. God is breaking fear and condemnation on those who feel overlooked and bring righteous justice in Australia. Okay. God says, don't miss what he is doing. That looks peculiar. For he has risen up a peculiar people for the region of Australia. So God, I pray right now concerning those that have feel overlooked. Oh God, I pray that Lord, those that feel, um, belittled before you even those that feel belittled god that feel as though yes yes lord those that are like david's right and and david went to the field you know he he was belittled you know he was overlooked uh samuel came to jesse's house and jesse brought all his his favorite children and he was like wait no there's there's more so i just pray that lord those that are have been overlooked. They they will know that they are the more that you want to do a thing with. Um. I, um. I pray that they when they go to the field, when they see those that have belittled them, they will not. They will not fear. They will not, you know, uh, retrieve. But they will. They will. They will march forward. They will be bold, like like David in the book of Samuel, when he went and saw what was happening. Father, that he did not. He did not go back, but he he pressed forward and he he asked, You know, questions God, even in the midst of those that were telling him uh, that he cannot um, do what it is that God is calling him to do. So I just pray right now that you will anoint them with that David anointing in the book of Samuel, that they will be able to um, step out, step up and step out, step up and step out and be bold uh, and be able to overcome their Goliaths, and be able to overcome the Goliaths in the nations, God, even the Goliaths in their cities, even the Goliaths in their family, even the Goliaths that they personally have to fight and, and 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 conquer. I pray that right now, and I pray that, Lord, those peculiar people that you've risen up, those that don't dress like, you know, they are from the five-foot ministries, those, don't, those that don't behave like what they have seen, I ask you that they will have an open heart to receive. I pray that they will not have a spirit of of saul no nor would they even have a spirit of the pharisees and the sadducees god how they looked at jesus as though he was peculiar because he is peculiar he's not like this he he even told them my 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 my, i am not of this world he's he told them so i pray that those that are peculiar who are not of this world that, that have set themselves apart that have been chosen god that when they come forth that they, they they don't look like the religious people, Father, that they will be able to, to not let what the people say deter them, but they will be able to use those stones that have been thrown at them as a building block, God. Just like Nehemiah, they'll be able to know how to war with one hand and, and build with, with, with the other hand. So I pray that you will bring around them. Yes, Lord, that even when they are being able to to move in a direction and align with you, God, that you will bring righteous justice for them. I thank you for what it is that you're doing in Australia. And anything that I left out, Holy Spirit, you know, let your will be done, God. Let your kingdom come in Australia. In the name of Jesus, God is talking to me about the women in Australia. God wants to birth something out. He's showing me clothes. He wants to birth uh, clothes, um, uh, fashion Is this fashion that he wants to bring. Uh, Of course, fashion with modesty, right? Yeah, modesty, fashion with modesty. So, God, I pray that you will bring, uh, you will rise up women that will be able to uh, build fashion, uh, even in Australia, that will bring women into another level of holiness. I thank you, and I bless your holy name for doing that. It is so. It is done. We receive it. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. So. Now, um, we seal this with the blood of Jesus. We thank you, God. Amen. All right, so Nigeria. God talked to me about Nigeria next. And again, I see riots in Nigeria. I don't know why. I just saw a vision of riots in Nigeria while I was praying. Uh, People fighting against each other. It was like villages fighting against villages. It was mostly like internal not so much so Nigeria Nigeria going to attack somebody. But it was more so like war within the place, you know, within their own community, within their own families, within their own cities, within their own country. And that's not good. God wants to bring breakthrough. I kept hearing God say breakthrough, breakthrough. So in the midst of those riots, God wants, instead of those riots, God want to bring breakthrough. And how does that come? <clears throat> that come through unity, God said. Nigeria god says that breakthrough into nigeria but it can only come when there's unity because bible says in in the word of god that god blesses unity right he blesses unity so uh, i just pray the spirit of unity upon nigeria um unity in christ unity in the body of christ that there would not be those that would say oh i am the finger and i am the hands and i am the eyes and i am the ears all of it is important for the body to function correctly. So I just pray right now that, as it says in Ephesians 4, unity and maturity in the body. I pray that, Lord, they will be able to speak in the truth of love. They'll be able to respect the, the maturing of the body. Um, they will be able to resist what it is that they want to do. But, oh God, they will be able to to put their feelings aside, Father, and Bind together in peace, bind together in, in purity, bind together in faith, bind together in, in humility, bind together, God, in purity, Father. So I pray that, Lord, I pray um, Ephesians 4 over them, Father. It says, but to each one of us, grace has been given us, Christ appointed, uh, 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 apportioned, excuse me, it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. So I pray they'll be able to tap into these gifts that you've given them, God, that they will be able to come together in unity. So I just pray and I prophesy right now, Ephesians 4, 1 to, uh, 1 to 7 over this the, the country of of uh, nigeria god that they will be able to come together in unity so that they'll be able to um resist the enemy and be able to step into the breakthrough that you want to bring into the land into the leadership into the political systems in the name of jesus also god is saying he wants to talk he, he wants to talk to and target the spirit of religiosity that is in nigeria uh is being he wants to break it okay so the spirit of religiosity is being broken as the kingdom leaders that god has risen up those that are forerunners those that are like the kathleen kumans in that place those that are like you know the apostles the the, the well-known apostles and the prophets those that really like have the backing of the holy spirit upon them those that are in the office okay in the office of the fivefold. Uh, God, those kingdom leaders, uh, they will be the ones that will bring people together corporately for the presence of God. And God says that, you know, he wants to bring breakthrough. I, I, I keep hearing God say breakthrough during the time I was praying for Nigeria. And, and I bless Nigeria with Psalms 126. Psalms 126. And it's, um, it's a Bible verse that God led me to. Um, and I want us to look at it. Psalms 126, right? It was about the songs of the accent, right? It talks about how uh, God came to literally. Bring blessings after their woes, after their sorrow. Right? It says, when the Lord res- restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. And that's what God wants to do. That's the kind of breakthrough God wants to bring to Nigeria. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord. You know. And it, it talks about like streams in the in the in the Nigab. Um, those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. So that's what God wants to do concerning Nigeria. He wants to bless you guys with breakthrough. He kept telling me breakthrough. I want to give them breakthrough. But it comes with unity. Unity. Unity within your people, unity within families, unity within cities, unity within communities, unity within the church, unity within within the states. Okay, the different the different places, different regions in Nigeria. Okay, unity within the country. Put your differences aside. Put put your knives aside. Oh yes. Oh God, the Lord is showing me right now. When, when Peter took a knife and cut the ear of the soldier, that's what some of you are. You're cutting ears. You're cutting people. It might not be physically, but with your words and the things that you do, you're cutting each other. And what did God, do? What, what did Jesus do? He came and restored the ear. So what God is saying is that stop, because you know what Jesus told Peter, those who live by the, by the sword will die by the sword, right? And so that's what God is telling you, Nigeria, right now. Those who live by the sword will die by the sword. Put your swords aside. God is doing something. Stop cutting the ears. Stop cutting the fingers. Stop cutting the, the, the mouth. Stop cutting each other. There is breakthrough coming. Unity. Ephesians 4. In Jesus' name. So God, we thank you for what it is that you're doing in uh, Nigeria. We thank you that, Lord, you're revealing the hearts of the people there. Even the motives there. The hidden secrets there. I pray that, Lord, there will be unity in Nigeria. That those that have uh, even disunity in their marriage. God, even disunity in their own self. That uh, there will be unity. There will not be riots. There will not be anger. Let them know how to deal with anger, because anger is not a sin, but when you act on anger, it's a sin, so I just ask you that, Lord, you will help, yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit, give them self-control, help them to, 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 to um, walk in self-control, Lord, that they'll be able to know how to um, move beyond their feelings, Father, and so I just pray that, Lord, you will raise up leaders that will be able to speak to this matter, speak to this matter of uni- this unity, God, in the name of Jesus, in the coming days. We seal this with the blood of Jesus, and it is so. Amen? Amen. All right. So I'm not going to go into, like, deep prayer uh, because, again, we, we know as I'm talking, we, I've already prayed. So, and you you too, that is listening, is going to pray. So this is not just the, you know, I'm going to say this and then that's it. No, we're going to pray about this over time, over the course of the, the days. All right, so now let's go to UK. UK, God is dealing with witchcraft. That's what he showed me, witchcraft. Parliamentary witchcraft. You know, self-imposed divisions and rulings that limits the progress of others. Um, Witchcraft, basically, that's what he's, he's, he's talking about. He's highlighting, okay, Lord, and he's talking to me about Simeon the Sorcerer. That was not part of what he told me later on. So I'm gonna add that part. Simeon the sorcerer. We know what about Simeon the Sorcerer, right? It's all about. Simeon the Sorcerer, uh, we see when Peter confronted him. Uh this was a man who was moving in in witchcraft basically. Uh for and basically deceiving people. Um and they were just going along. Uh he was a magician was a religious figure whose confrontation with peter re- recorded in the book of acts right um and when he saw that peter if if you re- if you read um acts eight nine to twenty four you see about it he saw Peter laying hands and you know literally um literally given people the the gift of the holy spirit right. And of course, the gift of the Holy Spirit comes with praying, speaking in tongues. So he saw the manifestation of the glory of God, and he wanted he wanted that for himself. He wanted because he wanted it so that he people would look at him, not God. And the thing about min, uh, ministering the the manifestations of the glory of God is it's never about you. It's always about Jesus. It's always about God. It's always about the Holy Spirit. Okay, so. There is even no competition between God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. It's always, Jesus always points everybody to God. The Holy Spirit always points everybody to Jesus and God. So they're always pointing to the one who's the source, who's God. And so Simeon, the sorcerer, was like, hey, I, I want people to look at me too because, you know, I want to have power. And Peter confronted him, and Peter was like, you know, with the righteous boldness, like, you, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, he's like, let your money, you know, burn with you, perish with you, basically. So, God is highlighting that. that some of you have seen people moving in the prophetic, in, you know, prophecies. And, and really moving in glory and, and in, in your, you know, gatherings that you have. Uh, and you want that. Um, and how you want it, your heart is not pure. So, the Peters are rising to literally put you in your place. Um, and this might also be for Italy as well. So um, that's what God is saying. And mostly parliamentary witchcraft um, in the government in UK. Uh, there's this self. There's this like self-imposed division and rulings that limit progress of others. So whenever you put out a law that you don't consider the the pain of others, that's not good. Because you are literally um, thinking about yourself because witchcraft um, is self self-glory, right? Self-glorification. Uh, self glory right self glorification so you you are thinking about your own on, only yourself or only a certain people you're not really putting everybody into the category of okay what might happen to this person you you don't have compa- compassion because people who who operate operate in witchcraft they don't have compassion for anybody so um there's there's lack of compassion here. That's why there's witchcraft in the parliament. And my hand is on fire because God is saying he wants to do something in this particular place concerning the government. So if you start to see some things happening in UK concerning the government, do not be alarmed. God is moving. God is doing stuff. He's shifting things. So just like when Pharaoh said to kill all the male children, you know, he made a decision that was not in favor of everybody. It was only in favor of himself, what he wanted. So, And we may see, like, in Exodus 1, 15 to 22, right? So um, that's what God is saying, is that there's that Pharaoh heart, okay, that he wants to deal with. So I just pray that the Lord will raise up these uh, Peters, you know, to go and confront these Simeons. And I pray, God, you raise up these Moses to go and confront these Pharaohs. In Jesus' name. Alright, so in UK also, there's those that are struggling. The Lord is saying, and he pointed me to Psalms 50. And he wants to remind you of this verse. This is the verse that he, he highlighted to me to tell you. You might be struggling with financial issues or just issues that you're struggling with. He says, for all the animals of the forest, and again, my hands is on fire, are mine. He says, for all the animal, the animals of the forest are mine. And I own the cattle on a thousand hills. I'm going to read it again. For all the animals of the forest are mine. And I own the cattle on a thousand hills. It's not the government that owns it. It's God that owns it. And I'm going to leave it at that. So, Father, I just thank you and I, I pray that, Lord, whatever it is that you want to do in the UK concerning the parliament, concerning the military, uh, even the rulings and the people, God, and even the church and your 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 fivefold, I just and even the children and the schools and the hospitals, I just ask you and the systems, God, I ask you, and even what you want to do against witchcraft that is in that place, I just ask you right now. Uh, even witchcraft in the different cities, I just ask you, God, to send angels, Lord, your angels as the those that are intercessors pray, God, that you will shift your angels into different regions, God, in different places in UK that you will send them to the east, west, south, north, Father, to do the work that only they can do on the behalf of those that are praying and interceding. In the name of Jesus. And any, any hindrances of witchcraft, hold on, any witchcraft hindrances that is causing the lack of revival in that place, I ask you to send angels, God. Just as Daniel was praying and you sent an angel to fight against the prince of Persia, I ask you to send an angel that will war against any principality assignment and anything that is there that needs to lift off to so that revival and what it is that you want to do prophetically, what it is that you want to do miraculously in that city, in that country will start to emerge. And even, even the, the provision that you want to see happen will shift from the second heavens, God, and meet them in the first heavens. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right. So, India. Before we go into India, I just want us to take a break, um, a song break, and then we'll go into India. All right?
1: Feels like I've been down to the river. Washed away all my shame. No longer bound because I'm forgiven. Yeah, I've been made free from sin's guilty stain. You gave Your life for me that I might be saved. You changed my destiny. With the awesome price you paid, now I can say, old things are passed away. A sinner, no greater love have I ever known, known. And now I've got power to walk like a winner. Oh, oh, oh. though I may fail, he still calls me his own. Oh, 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 you gave your life for me that I might be saved. Change my destiny with the awesome price you paid, now I can say, oh things are passed away, all things are all new, and God does say, he changed me sing that he changed me I'll never ever be the same he changed he changed I'll never just the church come on say he changed me so I'll never be the same he changed me, he changed me I'll never never so I'll never be the same he changed, me. He changed me. So
0: Alright, so welcome back. We, I, we listened to For Your Glory and Change by Geoffrey Golden. So today I'm only going to share songs from Geoffrey Golden. That's what I felt like to just do. So that's all his songs that we're going to listen to, okay? Alright, so India, before we went on, on music break, uh, on worship break, I was talking about India. So India, what God is saying is darkness has overturned your heart and focused from him. Of course, we know Indians worship gods and idols, um, but God is saying there is coming a revival and a light, a time of light, says the Lord. Uh, and I see money changers in the marketplace. He took me to the marketplace of India. When I say He took me, God showed me a vision of the marketplace in India. So I see money changers in the marketplace, and some are selling to feed their internal addictions. So I smelled cigarettes. And so that's what I knew. There's this addiction uh, to money, mammon, okay, and greed. But just like Jesus came to overturn the tables, we see the overturn the tables in the temple. God is saying there is an overturning of tables that is coming to India. I don't know why I smell curry, but I smell curry. (laughs) All right, so there is an overturning of, Tables coming to India, okay? Tables in the government, tables in the marketplace, tables in um, even the military, tables in family, okay? I still smell curry. Uh, I'm not cooking. I'm in no place in the kitchen, not not at all. So uh, what is this curry I'm smelling? Uh, But there is an overturning of tables, okay and god says that there are matthews within that place within the marketplace that he wants to draw out by the by the by the leading of the holy spirit to be true trail, trailblazers of the kingdom of god and his word so we know about Ma- matthew in the bible right matthew was a tax collector he was in those places where the 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 table was over over, over overturned so even even in the midst of the darkness there' there's are still lights there there's still people there there are remnants that God can actually use there's still people that, that God has chosen that have had a heart or a lack of knowledge of who He, he is, so they never really knew how to uh, discern and know that this is wrong right and so God and even because of witchcraft as well God is saying has caused them to use your gift that was supposed to be for the Lord for. The idols, but God says there is a light that is coming, there is overturning that is coming. There is a birthing of company of prophets with a zeal, anointing, a spirit of might sight as well that will arise from the north to help bring a sound of heaven into India. So if you feel like you're called to go to India and start to minister or start to do something, you know, concerning the word of God, you know, I know it's gonna be probably hard. Uh, seeing that it's a place where it's very idol-focused and God's focus in, you know, idol worship. Um, but I, I heard, I remember God just brought back to me, there was this pastor that went to a, spe- a specific place, and in that place, you cannot lead people to salvation. It's, it's an abomination. And so what happened was that he, he had soldiers all around them, all around him, before he entered to minister. And when he got there, the soldiers, you know, were there. But then somebody came up to him and he was like, they were like, oh, I, I want to get to know God on a deeper level. I, I want you to lead me to salvation. So he, here, here he, he is in the midst of soldiers that could literally arrest him for going against the law. I think it was Benny Han or something like that. For going against their protocol in that, in that country. And he said he, he had an a, a, a Esther moment. Either he, his people perish, or he goes to the king and get, get his head cut off. So he had a moment of saying, if I perish, I perish, right? Just as Esther said in the book of Esther. So he said, you know what? I'm going to lead that person to salvation. I don't care what these, these um, soldiers do to me, but I'm going to lead this one person to salvation, right? Because he leaves the 99 for the one. And so he led the person to salvation. And when he did that, the soldiers all around him came to him and said, can you lead me too to salvation? So it was that boldness that he needed to go and do it, what God presented to him to lead, to lead the, all the soldiers to salvation. Because actually, the, all the soldiers were like, and, uh, were like um, the, the Pharisee that, I forgot his name, Nicodemus, thank you, Holy Spirit. Nicodemus, the, 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 the soldiers were like like Nicodemus. They wanted, they wanted salvation too, but they didn't want to look weird or they didn't want to be seen as though they were wanting salvation. So uh, if you're called to go to India to do something kingdom-oriented for God's glory, go and do it, okay? Don't be scared. God knows how to protect who he sends, right? Now, if God has not sent you, don't go, <laughs> Um, so God is saying, "Expect miracles in this country," says the Lord. When when you go, when these zeal prophets, when these might prophets, when these prophet with sights company of prophets go to India and do what God calls them to do, you will see a mighty move of God in that place. And I, it's my heart posture, and my hands is on fire because it's really my heart posture to see those who have been serving idols for years just turn it all down and burn it. It's, it's like when Elijah and, and the prophet of Baal, you know, that competition going on. Like, you, you call down fire. Let me see you call down fire, just as I call down fire. Let's see whose fire is mightier, right? I, I just want to see them realize that God's fire is mightier, right? I want to see those who that have been serving these idols come out of it and really literally come and know who God is for themselves. Uh, I remember the Lord just reminded me of this. I had a friend who is Indian. I remember the first time I ever saw a shrine in somebody's house was when I went to her house. And I was in high school, and, you know, she, I, I, we had to do work. And so I went to her house, and we went to the basement. When I went to the basement, I saw this, like, whole idol thing, like, literally a shrine sitting there. I was like, I, my eyes was wide. I was like, what in the world? She was looking at me like, what? And she knew I was, I'm a Christian. She knew that. And I was like, what is that? She's like, Oh, that's the shrine. And she was like, She does not go and pray to it. Sometimes she does, but she doesn't like you could tell. I, I think the Lord put her in my life to I really think she was she's a prophet. I really, really do. Um I I think the Lord put her in, in my life to 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 put, to bring conviction to her. Because I think that moment really brought conviction to her. She was she was not ashamed, but she was like rejecting that thing. She was like, Oh, I, I don't even I don't even go to it. Like sometimes I go and work, I pray, but I it's not something I do like regularly, like how my my family does. You could tell there was this like purity in her, you know? She knew what's wrong and she knew what's right. And I really think she's a prophet. I really do because I'm going to share this this personal thing because the Lord was bringing her back into my memory this this week. And I, you know, in high school, let's move away from prophecy right now. In high school, I would forge my mother's signature, and I know it's not right for me to do it, <laughs> but I would forge it, and I didn't know how to sign her signature. Um, and so I would ask her because she knew how to. She knew how to like mimic anything. She knew how to like write anything. So I would ask her, "Hey, can you can you you know forge my mother's signature on this paper for me, please?" And I asked her a couple times. One, you could tell. Within her, she, she didn't want to do it. You could tell within her, she, she didn't want to do it. There came a time where she had like this boldness. She said, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to forge your mother's signature for you because it's a crime. <laughs> and let me tell you this. If I, that, that was the moment I knew there was something different about her. She's not like the normal Indians that worship gods. She's not like that. I could see the holiness of God in her. She literally put me in my place. She literally put a Christian in her place. (laughs) So she was like... And I was like in high school. I was young. I did really stupid stuff. But anyway, she put me in my place. And there was this holy boldness. And the holy... Like this conviction that came in the room. And I was like, oh my gosh. I don't think this girl is an idol worshiper. I don't think she... She never like... She never did Indian stuff. She was always trying to like move away from Indian culture. She never dressed Indian. She never really embraced the Indian culture. And I really think those are the type of people that God want to draw because they already within them there's a mark, there's an imprint in them for holiness. But because they've not been exposed to it, they don't know how to identify it. They don't, they don't, they don't have the language for it. So I believe that God is bringing these people company of prophets with zeal to identify them right to be like jesus that goes into the marketplace and call matthew to follow him right so we see that in matthew 21 12 matthew 9, 9 9 to 13 mark 2 13 to 17 and luke 5 27 to 28 so i share this story to let you know that even though there are some people in india that are very you know idol worshippers, there are still those that are That are usable. God want to use them. God wants to bring them out of witchcraft. Into being even a watchman. For his kingdom. Okay. I believe that. I really believe that God can turn their hearts. Because already within them. There is that anointing. That they don't know where to put it. Right. And God led me to. Hey. um, Hey guy. um, One six. Hey guy. Excuse me. Not hey (laughs) guy. Not hey guy. But Haggai, Haggai um it says, You have sown much, but have harvest little. You eat, but there is not enough to be satisfied. You drink, but there is not enough to become drunk. You put on clothing, but no one is warm enough. And he who earns, earns wages to put into a purse with hopes. So that's how God sees the marketplace in India. That though they are, you know, sowing, harvesting, it's not much. They're putting, you know, it's still pop. There's still poverty. There's still poverty there, right? There's still poverty there. So that's what God is doing. So Father, I just pray for India. Uh, I come against the witchcraft that's happening in Jesus' name. I ask you to send angels to deal with it. I pray that you expose it to them and those that you have even predestined to be Jeremiah's and to be uh, those that will turn from, from from following idols to you, that, Lord, these prophets that you're going to send there, this company of prophets will be able to to point it out and expose it and even help them to be able to shift from being witches to being watchmen in this place. In the name of Jesus, I know that, Lord, you can turn anybody, if you can turn Saul to Paul, you can turn them to the Pauls that you want them to be. So I just pray, let the Sauls become Pauls. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Give them that domestic experience, God. That they need. In Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Alright. Okay. So. The next place. That we're going to talk about. The next country. Is Canada. Alright. Canada. What is God saying? concerning Canada. Canada. God says. Haven't I called you. My place of birthing. Haven't I sown. Haven't I. Haven't I shown you. My ways. Haven't I shown you. Many. Ways of me. Arise, shine, for thy light has come. A people of righteous doctrine will emerge and bring my word with such revelation and demonstration that will spark the hearts of unbelievers. That's what God is saying to Canada. He's asking you questions. Haven't I called you my place of birthing? Haven't I? He's trying to remind you what he has already told you. So if you're somebody in Canada, okay, okay, God is really seeking for you to know his word deeper. He wants you to open the word of God and, and learn it in and out, right? It says in the word of God, I have kept your word in my heart that I will not sin against you, right? Meditate, meditate on the word day and night. The word is where revelation is, is where demonstration comes. So God is saying that you will be a people of righteous doctrine. You be those that will be able to point out false doctrine, doctrines, and put it back into rightful doctrine. And what I saw was I see preachers in the streets. Okay, what God showed me in the vision was preachers in the street during summertime, ministering outside, like they have a speaker and a mic microphone, sharing the word of God and even praying and prophesying on people. So it's, it's like though, like you, you actually taking the word of God out there. You're evangelizing. You're you put like a tent out there and you literally it's a it's an open tent so people people can come and stand in there and leave as they please okay in 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 outside not inside but outside and your voice is echoing there um i hear and god is going to use that use the word of god to draw the people because it's the word the holy spirit can draw right he says that when you lift the Lord, when you lift my name on high, I'll draw all men unto what? Onto me. So you got to, how do you lift the Lord's name? Through his word, exposing the word of God, the rhema to the people. Okay. So during that time, God will rain down his will on the land of Canada. As many five-fold ministers obey and shift in this season of evangelism that God is bringing into Canada. Okay. God says, move in love. But move in numbers as well. He sends them out two by two. Not one by one. Two by two, okay? And in company. So so go out there and, and be in company. Have worshipers, prayer warriors, ushers, right? They're, they're different gifts, right? There's those that have the gift of sight, gift of uh, mis- like revelation. There are those that have the gift to have compassion. They have the... the uh, mercy mercy gift right they'll be able to feel people and, and 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 cry with them you need those kind of people when when you go out there because people are going to come crying and you, you can't just stand there and look at them you have to you have to weep with those who weep right okay so the streets are waiting for you says the lord walk in the fruit of kindness and birth okay so lord i just pray and i seal this in the blood of jesus that those that you have called to be uh, a footprint in Canada will go out there and be what you call them to do, to build and to establish the doctrine, the true doctrine of your word in the land. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so we're going on to North Korea. All right, North Korea. Hmm. Let's see what God is saying about North Korea. North Korea. Their word, the word of God I hear is Cain's. Cain's. You know Cain and Abel? That's what I hear. God says, North Korea have a lot of Cain's in that place. You know, we know Cain killed Abel, right? So God took me to Genesis 4, 3 to 10. The day came when Cain brought a gift of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. But Abel brought a gift of of, of the first fruit of his flocks and of the fat parts. The Lord, showed Ab- uh, the Lord showed favor to Abel and his gift, but he had no respect for Cain and his gift. So Cain became very angry and his face became sad. The kings in this land have become angry and their faces have become sad. Let's keep on reading. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why are you looking down? Will not your face be happy if you do well? If you do not do well, sin is waiting to destroy you. Its desire is to rule over you, but you must rule over it. That's wisdom there for, for North Korea and even South Korea as well. Cain told this to his brother Abel. And when they were in the field, Cain stood up against his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. There are Cains in North Korea. God wants to deal with that. God is not happy about that. So uh, pray for North Korea. Pray for South Korea as well. Pray for the kingdom of Korea and what it is they're they're doing. Because it's not just a physical kingdom. It's a spiritual kingdom as well. There's a lot happening in the spirit in Korea. A lot. So, um, Lord, I just ask you to send angels to help. I ask you to send angels to help your people. Into whatever they have to do, whatever disaster is coming out of these countries, that you would just um, push it back, that you will cancel it with your mighty angels. You are the God of the angel armies. So send your angels, Lord. Send them. Send them, Lord. Send them in Jesus' name. And even any witchcraft that is happening in um, Korea, I just ask you to send angels again to put it to rest and to just destroy it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Because we know that, you know, Korea there are um people in leadership that are basically dominant, like they, they don't care about people. They have that dominant Jezebel spirit. They're just like they're like I'm I am your leader, you know. And that's that's not God, right? Uh, they just they're self self righteous. They want to basically do what they want to do and for their own purpose and their own will. And that's and they force people to do things. You know, whenever you force somebody force somebody to do things out of their own will, that's that's witchcraft. So, um, yeah. Okay, so Japan. The next one is Japan. Um, God is saying to Japan. Building industries, innovations will bring wealth. And you guys are succeeding in in building industries and innovations. But God wants to expand your motives into deeper means than self. Again, Haggai 1 comes to mind. Build for me, says the Lord. Build for me. I have given you wisdom beyond your years. Knowledge beyond your years. Understanding beyond your years. Creativity beyond your years. Build for me. Build for my kingdom. God says. I already read about Haggai About how, you know, um, Haggai went to warn them. Said, hey, there's a time to build for the kingdom of God. To build the temple of the Lord. They're like, oh, it's not time yet. Like, but you are building your own house what is what are you doing for the kingdom of god so god is saying to japan hey guy one i mean hi hey, guy one why do i keep saying hey guy hi <laughs> <"Hey>, guy one <laughs> so uh, and also i pray and i cancel disaster and death unnecessary death just just death viruses illnesses disaster cancel it right now in jesus name i pray for protection over those in japan in the name of Jesus, all right. Peru, Peru. I hear the word blasphemy for Peru, and I, and I smell cigarettes as well. So, um, any addictions in Peru? Addictions happening? Um, any type of sorcery? Any type of uh dishonor? Uh. I just pray, God, that you would just let your will happen, let your kingdom come, concerning Peru. 2 uh, Chronicles seven fourteen. Okay, the, the word of God says that, um, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, that God will come and help them, right? And I'm paraphrasing. So that Bible verse has been exhausted during during uh, COVID. So you all know what that Bible verse says. Um God led me to James 2, 6-7, 1 Corinthians 6, 6-10, and Jeremiah six nineteen for Peru. James 2, 6, 7 says, But you have dishonored the poor man, and not the rich, the ones who oppress you, the ones who drag you into court. Are they not the ones who blaspheme the honorable name by which you were called? Let's look at um, 1 Corinthians 6, 6-10, to what it says. And then we look at the Jeremiah Bible verse um, as well. So 1 Corinthians 6, 6-10 says, But instead, one brother takes another to court, and this is in front of unbelievers. This very fact that you have lawsuits among you, you means you have been completely defeated already. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be cheated? Instead, you yourselves cheat and do wrong. And you do this to your brothers and sisters. Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither neither the sexually immoral, nor adulterers, nor idol worshippers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Jeremiah 6.19. Let's see what that one says for um, Peru. I don't think I've ever prophesied to Peru before. So when God brought Peru, I was like, okay. (laughs) Here you earth, I am bringing disaster on this people. The fruit of their schemes, because they have not listened to my words and have rejected my law. So, God, I just pray right now the spirit of repentance upon Peru. I pray that, Lord, anything that you're doing that is against your word, your will, I just ask you to just send people, to warn them, send your uh, five-fold ministers, God, to just rise up and just speak in the church, speak in, the, in their homes, speak in the cities, God. Just send your Jeremiah's to go and proclaim the word of God to them, that they will be able to turn away from their wicked ways, and even the Jonas, God, and even the Jonas that have uh, gone to uh, gone to Tarshish instead of Nineveh, just redirect them back to Peru so that they can go and minister the word of God so that they can be saved um, and repent. I just pray for the spirit of repentance, God, to rest upon Peru. Let the Holy Spirit come upon them, God, to help them, to shift them into where you want them to go instead. Father, in the name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. All right, the last country is USA. Before we do that, I want us to go into a worship break, and then we'll come back. So that was uh, All Things New by Geoffrey Golden. So the last country that God led me to um, prophesy to and pray is USA. God is saying there's this lying spirit that has risen up among you, proclaiming to be from him. Okay. Um, he wants you to be able to, it says in the book of John, that you are to um, be able to, Discern the Spirit, okay? It's important that you discern the Spirit. Um, Any person that points you to themselves, or points you to anything but Jesus Christ, is not from the Lord, okay? If they're not leading you to purity, leading you to salvation, leading you to greater things in the kingdom of God, leading you to do better, leading you to have a better relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus, that's not... From the Lord. And what God is saying is that. He wants USA to dwell with him. He says I want to show you. My true nature as a father. The Lord wants to show USA. The fatherhood that he is. USA has yet to meet. God as a father. Uh, God says I want to reveal my heart. As a father to you. Will you let me. Will you let me. Uh, and he took me to John 10, 30. He says, I and the Father are one. So God wants to bring us, USA, with him as one, right? And I hear, you know, a lot of people say there's revival happening. And it's great. You know, I believe there's a spark of revival that's happening, a uh, the appetizer of revival that's happening. And there's more, you know. Every course meal start with an appetizer. It starts with some bread or... You know, some, um, some dumplings or it thought with something small so that it can get you going, right? While the appetizer is being prepared. And there's going to be a rushing of just revival fire. And I, I feel my ear and my hands on fire because God is going to bring it. But, you know, many people has, have risen up and critiquing. No, we cannot critique it. We got to pray. Yes. Some people have already experienced what's, what, what you know people are experiencing at these revival services, I um, think services that they're having. It's great that you've experienced that before, that your position is to pray, not to say, oh, I don't think I want to see this before I, I see that it's... No, if you have an appetizer in front of you, you don't say, I want to see what the the entree is gonna look like before I touch this appetizer. No, you eat it. If there is if you go to uh, you know uh, a really great restaurant and they bring them nice warm toasty bread with with butter just melting on it, you're not just gonna sit there and look at it. No. Even the chips and salsa you don't you're not just gonna sit there and look at it like I wanna see what the entree is gonna look like before I tap into this meal of appetizer. No, you, you eat it. you were like, ooh, that looks good. It smells good. I need me a bread. I need to put some, you know, butter on that bread and eat it. And when the appetizer comes, it looks good too. So don't critique it. Just say, Lord, what are you doing? And How can I help? How, how can I be part of it? How can I? What do you want me to do? With what you're doing, how can I position myself so you can use me to bring revival as well? How can I position myself in my church, in my city, in my family, to use me to help shift more revival? Not sit there and be like, you know, have a lying spirit or a critical spirit. I mean, yeah, there are people who have experienced way more revival than what's happening right now. But it's okay. Just because you've experienced it, some people haven't, and it's okay. Maybe that's that's the people that God wanna minister to be in the beginning of revival, so that when revival comes, everybody knows, okay, this is revival and this is great. You know, even it, let's think, let's think about it this way. Even with the gift of the Spirit, if you're a discerner, God doesn't just, you know, pour upon you discernment that is very heavy. Like you, you don't just start discerning like how you are discerning now when you start discerning you you were probably discerning little little things that's how it begins you were you you were you were like seeing little things you were not thank you holy spirit the best scenario is vision seeing in the realm of the spirit you when you started you didn't have open visions no you have you had some pictures some images some pictorial visions you did not even have paranormal visions you had some pictorial visions and then, partial visions were not were not long; they were like quick, right? But over time, you you started to have paranormal visions. You started to have open visions. So, God knows how to gradually shift you. So, I believe that this revival that's happening it's a gradual revival, because some of you cannot handle paranormal visions. Some of you cannot handle. Open visions. So God has to do some pictorial visions to make it, you know, acceptable around you so that you are your your, your, your spirit man can, can be cleansed and to receive what God is doing. Alright. So I also hear the word disgrace. I don't know why, but I heard the word disgrace and God was and I was like asking the Lord, What do you mean? What is disgrace? What do you mean by disgrace? Right? And I I have come to realize that in this season um, there are are these Delilah spirits that have risen up that want to, like, disgrace people, like, in the five-foot ministries, people that God wants to use for his glory. Um, There are these, like, Delilah spirits that are working with other people to, like, figure out the weaknesses of five-foot ministers or even plant or even like uh, conjure up lies and um, rumors and 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 things to to just disgrace them, okay? You know what God is reminding me of is when Joseph uh, was in Potiphar's house and he was serving; he was being faithful, right, with what what he was given. Potiphar like literally took his hands off everything; like he literally like knew that you know joseph is reliable like he gave him everything right to do and so he trusted him but then here comes potiphar's wife who is like basically trying to tempt joseph and joseph see it right and i really truly believe that it wasn't just joseph that was seeing it but other people there that that were servants were also seeing it but they couldn't say anything because potiphar's wife is in leadership right so In this season, I believe that there is a spirit of disgrace that the enemy wants to bring upon people who are in the five food ministries, especially even leaders as well. Um, And just like how we see in the book of Genesis, Joseph ran away from Potiphar's wife. Uh, You're you're going to be able to escape, but because that spirit is such a... uh, a spirit that is motivated to see your downfall, you have to endure and pass the test. Because you you can't have the palace without the prison, right? And you can't have the prison without the pit. So in this season, um, if the enemy is trying to come against you to try and disgrace you, the word of God talks about how When you put your trust in the Lord, you will never be disgraced. And we see that the Lord himself was with Joseph. The Lord himself was with Joseph. And the Lord himself rescued Joseph. So, what am I saying? If you find yourself... In the midst of this dilemma. Somebody's trying to destroy your name. Somebody's trying to do certain things against you. Or cause disgrace. Remember that God can rise up. People around you. That will see the true you. Okay. That will see the true you. Um, so I want to encourage you. That if you ever come to that point. It says in Romans ten, um, Romans ten eleven. It says, "It is." Um, it says here Romans ten eleven, as scripture says, "Anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame." Okay, so you will never be put to shame. You will never be disgraced. Uh, new, the NLT version said, "Anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced." So, I believe that the enemy is trying to bring a spirit of shame and disgrace. But you gotta resist that, okay? You gotta. That's when you have to remember who you, who and whose you are, okay? There are people around you that will go along with it. Like of Potiphar knew Joseph was not what his wife was saying. He knew him. He was like, "This is a man of God. I don't think you ever do something like that." But because his wife is an authority. Because, because his wife is his wife. He didn't kill Joseph. He just put him in prison. He needed to do something. So some of you, you have to experience somebody doing something. You might have to be demoted from your position. That's how they're going to do something. They might not literally kill you off. But they will just demote you or do something. Because that's the accusation that has come to the table. And that person is in leadership, so they have to do something. That person is above you, so they have to do something. But I want to encourage you that God is with you, and he knows how to bring the triumph out of the trial. He knows how to bring the triumph out of the trial, okay? So I was like, Lord, what is what are you talking about with this grace? What, what do you mean? That is the enemy's assignment, and that's partnered with witchcraft. Because if it is your mission to destroy somebody's reputation or somebody's you know, life, because that's what Potiphar's wife did. Wife did. She literally, con- she literally made up a lie because she was rejected by Joseph. Joseph said, you know what, I'm not going to do this and sin against God. So what does she do? She tries to do something to destroy his reputation, to, to destroy him. And he was put in prison, somewhere that he never belonged. So I just want to encourage you that if something like that happens to you, um, it's it's all you know. I keep hearing God said witchcraft. It's it's from a place of witchcraft, a place of control, manipulation. Okay, so you gotta pray against that, and when you pray, pray for the person, pray blessings over the person. Not not just that, but pray that God will reveal the truth. Okay, and God will reveal their hearts. Because just, just like, you know, we see in the book of Esther, Haman had to literally march around M- Mordecai in the in the in the in the um, the open square to say, "This is who God. Th- this is who pleases the king. This is how somebody who pleases the king, you know, uh, is." He had to literally march around the person that he was trying to destroy. And that, that's what I believe that God is going to do when that the truth comes out. That he is going to let your enemy be the one to crown you. He's going to let your enemy be the one to to, to to shower you with blessings. And it will hurt your soul. But God is doing something in them even then. And also in you. Your assignment is to pray for them. Bless those who persecute you. Bless those who misuse you. Bless them and do not curse bless them god says that give room to wrath right do not avenge yourselves but give room to wrath and the lord himself will avenge you okay so i just want to i just want to minister that to somebody i don't know god said disgrace and i was like what what is that also uh he brought to me Acts 5 1 to 11 about lying to the holy spirit so You don't want to do that. You don't want to lie to the Holy Spirit. So I want you to look at that. All right? So then, and then for USA, God is saying, pray against bombs and buildings collapsing, viruses and illnesses. And I see cars. So just pray about cars as well. Cars. Let's cancel. In the name of Jesus, we cancel every bombs, buildings, collapsing, viruses, illnesses, accidents. Crashes, whatever it is, we cancel it in the name of Jesus. And I pray we cancel every disgrace that the enemy is trying to send to the 5 ministers and ministries in the name of Jesus. Let the plots of the enemy, the wicked plots of the enemy, be dismantled and destroyed in the blood of Jesus Christ. And you cover your leaders, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Amen. All right, God is saying for USA, I am emerging Daniels and Samuels. Whose words will not fall to the ground in the season? And he says, political misconduct will be revealed in the season. Righteous justice in the military is coming. And many will have to repent. So that's what God is saying. Um, And he's showing me the marketplace. Like more so the, the food industry. So let's just keep that in prayer. The food industry as well. So, Lord, we just thank you for all that you've said today. All that you've poured out to your people. All the water that you're pouring upon all these seeds that have been planted of your word. of Your your word that goes out, it has not returned to you void. I pray that, Lord, you would just shine your light over it. Shine the light of Jesus over it. Let what it is that you want to do happen. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Let the enemy's assignment be destroyed. Let human assignments be destroyed. And let kingdom assignment go forth. In the name of Jesus, we seal this. And everything that I left out, God, just share it with your people that are listening. Show it to them in visions and dreams, in revelation. And I pray anything that I said that um, did not align well, I just ask you to just revisit it, Lord, and make it how you called it to be. Um, whatever I, I left out, God, I just pray that you will just add to it whatever... Needs to be taken out, whatever it is. God, we prophesy in parts, and we know in parts. So I just pray that you bring bring perfection to what it is that you've allowed me to share today. And I ask you to just cover your people in the name of Jesus from everything that's on of you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. All right, so uh, I see ocean, like the ocean. Uh let, Let's pray concerning the ocean ocean life all right let's pray concerning ocean life and i feel fire all over me let's let us pray concerning ocean life cuz we do get our food from there you know like fishes and all of that so let's pray even for fishermen let's pray for for those that go out there in the ocean to literally fish and bring food back but let's pray for them right cuz we know that peter was a fisherman right Let's pray for those as well, okay? So I thank you so much for listening. I pray that you are blessed, that you are covered, that you know that God is with you. Whatever circumstances that you're going through, he's there. If I left your country out, I'm sorry, I prophesied concerning what what God shows me. If he didn't show me your country, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to say. (laughs) I really don't. So these are the countries that he showed me. So that's what I'm, I, I'm sharing about, okay? Uh, you can go and pray for the countries that I left out, that God didn't show me things about. You can be the one to go and pray and ask God, what are you doing in this country? You know, How can I pray for this country? Okay, You can be a watchman as well. There's a mentor for watchman um, people. And let me tell you, you see a lot. Sometimes you can't say a lot, <laughs> uh, and sometimes what you see really hurts you before it hurts everybody. That's not a good part about it, but hey, it comes with the territory, it comes with it. And also, don't don't let me don't, don't let me even start with the warfare. Um, so that's why, uh, even demonic and people coming against you. So. Um, if you're somebody desiring to be able to prophesy to nations and pray for nations, it's something that you're called into. It's not something that you just come up with. It's it's not. Um, I would tell you this when God started to talk to me about nations, He would show me flags. He would show me the country name and you know, then the flags. Um, and then I had to reach out and go, and I'm like, I don't know what that flag is. <laughs> Right, I'm like I don't know what that flag is. So then he started to talk to me differently about you know the countries, how how he would talk talk to me about it. And of course, it always start with Australia for some reason. Um, and so, if you desire to be a watchman for the countries, for the nations, you are gonna be an intercessor. You cannot be a watchman without being an intercessor. You just can't. It doesn't go. Well. You're gonna be waking up at three a.m., two a.m., four. Odd times of the night to pray for these countries. Okay, your, your prayer life is not going to be about you anymore. You are going to be praying for others. Are you ready for that? There are times God will be like, okay, now I need you to do pray for yourself. <laughs> okay, you're going to be praying for other people. You're not going to be praying for yourself all the time. So if you have a selfish prayer life, you cannot be a watchman. You can't. Cause you get a bird and you pray for other countries. Look, when before COVID happens, I was in my dream room. I was in China. I was like, why am I in China in my dream room? What is happening? I thought it was Japan. I was like, I know it's Japan, China, one of them dumb countries. Cause I kept seeing the, you know, those people type of people with, you know, the different facial um, look and, you know, I was like, what am I doing here? Why am I? I wake up. I'm like. China you, do you want me to move to China then he, then God decided to like literally like show me people that are sick in China I was like oh my gosh I'll wake up and I'll, I'll weep I'll cry because I saw what was happening. So if you desire to be a watchman for the nations most people who actually are watchmen for the nations are are it for many years without saying anything out loud. God literally had to like push me to say these type of things. To prophesy these type of things to pray for the nations publicly. There are many times I would share it with people around me and I would just pray and, and I would share it on Facebook and people were like, oh my gosh, you need to like share it publicly. You need to like let people, everybody know. L- literally. I was like, oh, I don't know. So, um, not everybody that comes out like praying for the nations truly just or just came out. They literally they literally um, have been that for many years. They just didn't, you know, say it for a long time. So uh, they have been, like, in the place of training for a lot of years. And you have really graphic dreams, like graphic dreams. And you have to be able to, to understand your dreams. And not just that, but you also have to be able to understand your personal dreams from national dreams so that you don't misinterpret them. So you have to have a journal with you. Like, when I tell you this um, call is not for the faint of heart, it's not for people that are selfish. Like, this type of call has made me unselfish. Like, I, I desire, I love praying for people. Because God has taught me how to not only focus on myself and pray for myself only. But to be selfless. I pray for people when I'm driving and I see them. And God is said, I want you to pray for this person. They don't know me, but I pray for them. It's all part of being a watchman. A watchman is not just somebody who just knows what's happening in other nations. Before you become a watchman for other nations, God will talk to you about the people in your city. So if you can pray for people that you see along the side of the road... That's a beginning stage, okay? And even visions of people that God shows you, that means that God can trust you to be a good steward of praying for the people that he shows you. And sometimes God will tell you, like, hey, I need you to pray for yourself. You don't pray for yourself as much as you should, right? So um, there's a balance there as well. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. And for praying, this is for you to pray. So if you listen to this, you gotta pray. You you pick 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 one of the countries that I shared with you, or the country that the country that that the Lord put on your heart to pray. Okay, I want you all to pray, to pray, pray for these countries. Pray because when we pray, things happen. When we pray, things move. God does the impossible. He doesn't just show it to us; just to show it to us, he shows shows to us to pray. I remember when I first started to see what God was doing at a church that I was attending. God started to show me things that was happening in the church. And I shared it with, my, with, with one of the leaders. And he told me, God show it to you so that you can pray about it. And I was like, oh, okay. I was, I was so new to the prophetic. <laughs> I was so new to this assignment on my life. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he showed it to you so you can pray about it. I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm showing you this so you can pray as well. Pray, okay? If you don't know what to say, just pray in tongues, all right? If you don't know how to pray in tongues, ask God to fill, fill you with this, the, the the gift of praying in tongues. And, you know, if you don't feel like you want to pray in tongues, just ask God, what Bible verse, do, can I just pray a Bible verse or a, a Bible chapter? Like I said, Psalms 126, you can pray that over, you know, Nigeria. Every day you can just pray, God, I'm praying for Nigeria. I'm going to read Psalms 126 over Nigeria. Psalms 126 over Nigeria, okay? So, just, or Psalms 121. Whatever it is God is telling you to just read over a country, just freaking pray, pray the scriptures, all right? So, let's pray for these nations. And when we pray, God moves. I want to end with this scripture. The Bible says that uh, if you pray and you believe according to his will, right? It says in James 1, 6, it says, But when you pray, you must believe and not doubt at all. Whoever doubt is like a wave in the sea that is driven and blown about by the wind. If you are like that, unable to make your mind up, unable to make up your mind and undecided in all you do, you must not think that you will receive anything from the Lord. That's true. So you might you, you must you must pray and believe that God is going to move. The the prayers of the righteous is effective. And you are righteous. So go and pray. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Devoted with Me today. Have a blessed day. And yes, I did not talk about Joseph in depth because we are going to talk about Joseph next time when I come back on. We're going to talk about him in the palace, right? Because he's now in the palace, he's been sold. He is uh, in Egypt. Now, the last time that we talked, he was sold by his brothers. He's on his way to Egypt. So we're going to continue from there. I think it was Genesis 38 that we're going to continue from. So this is a good time to read about Genesis 38. No, 39, I think. 39, because 38, I believe, is about Tamar. So read about 39. And uh, we're going to read about Joseph in the palace. All right. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Keep on praying, people. God is a listening. God, and he hears your heart prayer. Amen.
1: the church found out In the church